This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's time, everybody, to visit Earth 400005. Is that what it is? That's what it is. Oh, my God. You know what that means? What's that? Big time team up. Put them in Spider-Man No Way Home? Yeah, sure, why not? I mean, some of the people in the show are alive. That's right. So we could definitely do that. We're, of course, talking about The Trial of the Incredible Hulk, which is a TV telemovie continuation Mm -hmm. of the series which ran from 1978 to 1982. The Incredible Hulk. That's right. They should have called this uh, telemovie The Hulk Has a Dream About a Court Case That Didn't Happen. Because there is no actual trial in this mm. to be seen. Mm. And we'll talk about it. I will say this of this uh, of this uh, telly movie. Yes. First of all, leave a like. I'll say that. Okay, great. Second thing. The most important thing about this telly movie, <laughs> leave a like. <laughs> Second thing, it's a very admirable effort for I, the yeah. era. Let, I'll tell you something. I had a ball with this. I thought this was good and I had a good time with it. It came out in 1989, yeah. to be clear. But also, say your thing and then I'll say some nice things. Well, I was just also going to say that I'm very glad it's the modern day. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, like, of the things that existed in this era, you know, they did, like, a Spider-Man TV series. There were some Captain America tally movies. They did mm-hmm. a terrible Doctor Strange psychedelic adventure. That's right, yeah. This is easily... Without a doubt, the best one. Yeah. Without question. Yeah. And obviously, like, there are some differences to the the MCU. Obviously, the modern-day MCU, and there are some differences from the comic books. There, there are technical limitations. Like, Lou yeah. Ferrigno, who plays uh, the Hulk. Yes. Enormous man. Yeah. But the, obviously... The biggest man you could get. <laughs> that's right. He, but he's not... He isn't portraying a Hulk that can, you know, level a city. No. Kind of thing. This Hulk, seemingly, is... While he's big and, and, and powerful and tough... He doesn't seem to be bulletproof. He's, no, he's, he's he's more like a wounded animal. Yeah, I got sort of like like um, a like a bear that you've come across. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like he's he'll do some smashing and then he'll flee when the when the police arrive because yeah. uh, who knows what's going to happen. It gave me some sort of like um, Stallone in First Blood kind of vibes. Okay, sure, yeah. You know, he's a danger, but he's also uh, the Hulk. He's also the Hulk, like in Rambo. Exactly. That's right. There's been some comparisons also to like this in The Fugitive. Because it's a man on the run and yes, whatever. Yeah, yeah, and people yeah. are like, let's stop this guy. Let's mm-hmm. stop him. 
Do you mind now if I give this a little bit of backstory to the series? Please. Of how we got here. Yes. You know what I mean? Because people are like... Well, how we got here is we figured out that the characters in the this particular telly movie would be good for you know search engine optimization. Exactly. And we, we jumped on the trend. That's how we got here. Daredevil's defending the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Daredevil's probably in that new Spider-Man movie. That's right. It's just all brand synergy. <laughs> That's right. But how, how this TV yes. uh, telly movie was, came to be is a different reason. Probably something to do with brand synergy, but still. Uh, this is more about like the, the story leading up to this. So uh, David Bruce Banner is traumatised by a car accident that killed his beloved wife, Laura. Haunted by his inability to save her, Banner studies people who are able to summon superhuman strength during moments of extreme stress. The classic mum flipping the car to rescue the baby. Mm, he wanted ca- mum flipping a car energy. <laughs> Obsessed with the discovering why he couldn't flip a car like his mum. Under similar conditions... Banner hypothesizes that high levels of gamma radiation from sunspots contributed to subjects' increase in strength. So impatient to test this theory, Banner conducts an unsupervised experiment in a laboratory, bombarding himself with gamma radiation. Well, there's your first mistake. Turning, get, a, get a supervisor. Exactly. And now you've turned into Lou Ferrigno. So not originally, so in the pilot for this, uh, which was filmed, Richard Keel was the oh, Hulk. Jaws. Yeah. From the James Bond movies. And I think everybody, including Richard Keel, was like, I'm not, like, I'm tall, but I'm not. Yeah, right. You know, just a tall, what if what if I turn into a tall man? Mm. Cool, I guess. Uh, do you want to also talk about the name? Because the name of this character is David Bruce Banner, mm. unlike the comic books where his name is, for some reason, Robert Bruce Banner. Yeah, actually, <laughs> it is Robert Bruce Banner. It's fascinating. The, so uh, uh, there are there are there have been a number of reasons uh, suggested by people involved in the production of this as yeah. to why he has a different name. Uh, one of the producers, I think, said that uh, he didn't want the series to be too comic booky. Mm-hmm. And one of the tropes of comic books is all comic book characters have alliterative, alliterative yeah. names. So your your Bruce Banners and your Peter Parkers yep. and your Clark Kent. I spell that with two Ks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're like, okay, well, let's let's do David Banner instead. But both Stanley and Lou Ferrigno have said that they were told during the production of this that uh, Bruce was too gay. Yes, that is an unsubstantiated rumor, but, but it's on Wikipedia. But it's so, so we're taking it as gospel. But also, why not just call him Robert? <laughs> it's right there. It's <laughs> a great point. They also maybe wanted to make him red. Yeah, I do have some information on that. Uh, the reason being was because producer Kenneth Johnson thought that red is a more human color and like the color of rage. And Stanley, who was involved, you know, uh, to some degree in this first Stanley cameo, That's also true. in a Marvel property. You see him in this. It's in a dream though; it doesn't count. Um, Stanley was like, no, that's kind of like a big part of this character is that, yeah, he's green. Sure. Yeah. That was like a, I think it was like a printing necessity at the time yeah. when they, when they made the character. Also, cl- uh, just to be clear in the anecdote about the name, uh, both, uh, Stanley and Lou Frigno did say that changing it was ridiculous. They didn't go, yeah, it does seem too gay. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. What do you think about the look of the Hulk? What do you think of his coconut shell wig? And he's and he's and his big fake teeth and his contact and his, lenses. And his contact lenses. I think it's pretty good. I yeah. think it's again. I, I think like the Frankenstein head they put on him is. Mm. I think you don't. I don't think you need to do a lot of this. I think like mm. why does he need to have that haircut? Maybe it's a match of Bill Bixby's haircut. But they don't. Bill uh, Bixby's no. also got a beard in this. Yeah, I know. And then when he becomes <laughs> the Hulk, it's uh, it's very much um, when uh, when uh, General Ross mm. in the MCU becomes the Red Hulk, his mustache disappears. Madness. Or he had a fake mustache on. Mad to see the way. Yeah, yeah. I, in watching this, I think these are two great performances. I yeah. love, I'm, I'm loving Bill Bixby as he's the, really good. Yeah, he's, a, he's and he directed this as well. He did. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and he's you know he's he's a uh, he's an he's an older man. He's wise. Mm. He's uh, he's on the run. He's on the run. He gets pushed into a ditch. <laughs> I did enjoy the uh, the trope of like he he want he's trying to spend his entire life you know avoiding rage inducing incidents, but everybody he meets just wants to push him into the, into a ditch. <laughs> he's just got the it's it um, you know I don't want to blame the victim, but it's just he's just got a face that makes you want to push him into a ditch. It seems that way, doesn't but, it? That, because at the start he's on a sort of road crew. He's digging yeah. by the side of the road with some people, and one of the fellow workers at lunchtime just pushes him into a ditch, like right at the start. And I'm like, what did he do before this? Ah, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's something he said. <laughs> he, he was like, well, look, I'm on the run from uh, law enforcement and, and all my uh, problems in the past, but I really feel bad about lowering myself to working with you, Scum. <laughs> this, I'm, I'm a doctor, actually. Yeah, I'm a doctor. Yeah, I'm a PhD in radiation. <laughs> but the story of this, it, it kicks off because uh, Sting and his mate are harassing a woman on a train after a diamond heist, which was instigated by a very tech-savvy kingpin, which I do want to get back to. Jonathan Reese <laughs> davies That's right. So the, the, That's the, Gimli. That's Gimli, that's right. And the idea... And the guy from Sliders. <laughs> that's right. And other things. And other things. And his own YouTube channel. He's, uh, he then turns into the Hulk on the train, rescues the woman, but then the, the, it's pinned on him. And then the authorities, because they don't have his real name, they think maybe the Hulk and this guy are two different people. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they're like, he's pinned for the, for the attack on the train. King pinned. Kingpin, thank you. There's all sorts of assassination attempts, like a like a spike in his in his, uh, in his prison cell. That the guy was just going to put through the mattress. Just some, just some nerd inmate. Just. I don't think even think that would work. Really. Good question. I mean, modern day Hulk, you absolutely could not. I just meant on anybody. Oh, sure, right, right, right. <laughs> okay, right. I just don't think you'd have the force to go through it. But yeah, you're right. So modern day Hulk cannot be killed. It seems even in Bruce Banner form. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Yeah, he'll just keep coming back. That's right. Yeah, but no, you you mentioned uh, you mentioned the kingpin. Uh, first of all, shave your head, man. If you're doing some kingpin stuff, <laughs> let's see that dome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Let's see a dome or a 1989 ball cap. <laughs> but we also really get a lot of mileage out of that chair that he sits in. <laughs> Every time it turns, like. It's, he's got an electric chair, we get it. Mm. Also, it's definitely not an electric chair, and you've just put the sound effect in. Yeah. But I did like the idea of the kingpin. You know, obviously the, the, the comic book version of the version we have in Daredevil is, you know, he's sort of a very high-end crime boss. But I like the version in this where maybe he's not the absolute top of the food chain necessarily, but he is sort of, he is a, you know, a, a, a fine criminal mind. And he yeah. can go, he can he can plot out this diamond heist to the letter and say, okay, put cameras here, you know, enter, enter the jewelry store and then put cameras here and here and here and then move to the left and then cover this exit and then go down into the vaults and then open these drawers and yep. what have you. And he's got it all covered and he's just, you know, that is he just doesn't want to leave his house. No, of course I respect that. I, I, I respect how he's a, uh, a man of multimedia. He's always <laughs> like, look at this screen, look at this projector, look at this chair, look at my glasses. <laughs> okay, I will. That's good. Also, there is a very accurate daredevil in this. His name is Rex Smith. Yeah. Still alive to this day. <laughs> Good for him. Good for but him. An actor and pop star, I believe, or musician. Oh, really? Okay. And you know what? Tell you what. Speaking of, you know, one of the reasons I enjoyed this, mm-hmm. he, or at, least, at the very least his stuntman, yeah. is pulling off some moves I did not expect from 1989. Are you talking his gymnastics routine? He's doing some gymnastics routine. 
the dead some of his daredevil abilities. I'm, I'm talking his gymnastic routine. I'm talking he's doing some he's doing some 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 flips and some kicks and some locks. Yeah, it's it's looking good. Well, that this... I was like, this is going to be terrible, <laughs> but it was good. I I enjoy how he's doing the thing where you you axe kick a guy into the ground. Yeah, that's good. <sighs> his first our introduction is because a nurse is going to, an evil nurse. He's going to kill the woman who was t- attacked on the train to protect uh, Sting, who works for the Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Um, he looks Stingpin. like Sting. Stingpin, thank you. And all the woman sees when she wakes up is just a man in black attacking a nurse. Yes. <laughs> and I think what the nurse could have done is just like, this man is attacking me. Mm. And then when like a doctor or an orderly comes in, the nurse like kicks him in the chest. Uh-huh. But just be like, no, I'm being attacked. What are you, what are you doing? Uh, also, uh, Daredevil just killed that woman. <laughs> just trips, oh, yeah. just trips her into a <laughs> machine made of just sparks electricity. Incredible stuff. Um. Also, another thing I didn't think they'd attempt, and yes. look, to be fair, it's not very good. Is it the Daredevil radar? Yeah, sets? but they, but they did it. You know, I just didn't think we were going to see it because I was thinking as I was watching this, how would they even attempt this in this era? You know, we've got the World of Fire in the new series. Mm-hmm. We've got the Echo version from the movie, mm-hmm. which I think is the best version. I think it might be. We'll come yeah. back to it at some point. But yeah. We have done a commentary on it. Oh, we have too. Yeah. Extended so we only. never have to come back to it again. That's a good point. But I also love how he got inspired to become Daredevil because the police chief is like, there's too many corrupt people. We need somebody who's going to dress up as, uh, I don't know, like some kind of vigilante and just beat up some people. And he's like, oh, wait a minute. Like a Daredevil. Like, some yeah, real Daredevil. I think he even says those exact words. <laughs> I, yeah, the, the police chief just gives a press. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information 
in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, NYX, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. Conference where he says, I fully endorse vigilantism. <laughs> so this was intended to be a backdoor pilot, right? For a dead series yes. uh, that never got picked up. I look, I, I, I very much enjoyed Rex, Rex Smith as uh, Daredevil. Uh, he had a couple of um, uh, sidekicks at his. Um, he's got uh, he's got Pederman, who's a button down nerd who just he's a stickler for rules, but also he'll leave a box in the middle of the floor for a blind man to trip over. Right. Pederman, mm. what are you doing? And also a lady. Yeah, also a lady who's not... Not Karen Page. Yeah, exactly, mm, not yeah. Karen Page. What did you think of the Daredevil costume? I mean, it's it's the, you know, it's the Black Daredevil costume, Yeah, really. I know, but it, I, I think it, it is the Black Daredevil costume, but also I feel like that works better in the, in the new Daredevil series because we know we are leading up to a red Daredevil oh, okay. costume. We're leading up to the classic costume, the kind of the high-tech cool one. Yeah. This one... Just kind of a guy in a ninja outfit. Yeah, but at the same time... This doesn't even look at little horns. It doesn't, you're right. But neither does the black one normally. I know. But I think if they had have attempted this actual costume, it wouldn't... It would have been awful. Mm. Like, this is a... This makes it less silly. Like, okay. it's a very silly show, mm-hmm. as all comic book shows are. And look, to be fair, this being a backdoor pilot, they probably would have got to it. 
a better costume maybe yeah. for the for, yeah I mean when when they had a when they had a you know uh, when they were producing a new pilot that maybe there would would have been a budget for something other than some black stockings exactly and another set of black stockings on his head <laughs> uh, I like the I like them teaming up I thought that was fun yeah good stuff not so much Hulk and uh, and Daredevil teaming no. up no Banner and Daredevil teaming I up because it was more agree. like the back half of this is just kind of Bruce Banner going. So, sorry, David Banner. I think you mean Robert David Bruce Banner. I do mean that. Uh, Robert David Bruce Eric Banner. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I, I, it, it, this, this, the back end of this was very much more like uh, Banner just going, okay, well, this is your show now. Yeah. Say what you can do. I'll just stand back and, uh, and yep. cheer you along. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I love the, the little interaction where they had where he goes, oh, I'm blind. I got blinded by radiation. He's like, I know, I know, I'm a doctor. And he's like, doctors looked at my eyes before. And he goes, no, I'm a doctor who specializes in radiation. And he looks at his eyes and he goes, can my eyesight be restored? And he's like, nah. <laughs> nah, mate. Nah. These are cooked, mate. Yeah, these are. Oof. Oof. That was couple, so... of bloody, couple of bloody California raisins in there, I tell you what. Oof. Oof. Uh, when, when they had the court case moment, I was like, is this a dream? Because it's so angry and surreal and rushed mm-hmm. and just odd. And yeah, and Stan Lee's there. What, why was that, do you think, originally supposed to be in this like actual movie? As in, as in not like a, a dream sequence, yeah. as in a real sequence. No, I think it was probably always intended to be a dream okay. sequence, yeah. It's very odd. Very mm. odd inclusion. Yeah. I wonder if maybe they came up with the idea of the trial of the Incredible Hulk as a name. Yeah. And had to sort of work backwards to uh, to add that scene in. You might be right. Here's something also I like. Go on. Uh, the Kingpin uh, traps Daredevil, and it seems like the way he does it, where he just starts throwing a bunch of stuff at him, like he didn't know he was blind, mm. but it was just like, oh, we'll try some bright lights. Okay, now we'll do some sound. Oh, yeah, this is it. Now let's beat him up, you know? <laughs> sure, sure. I thought that was interesting. Like yeah. he doesn't he doesn't know, but he's... You know, he's, he's, a, he's a smart guy. What's he got on the inside of those glasses? Are they tech glasses? I don't think they are. No, I think they're regular glasses. I wish glasses. they had little screens on them. <laughs> I wish. In an 1989, man, you work with what you have. That's true. And speaking of working with what you have, uh, <laughs> Wilson Fisk gets away at the end. <laughs> oh, and a little, a little, a little a jet, looks like, jet, a little flying jet boat car thing. Looks like a bath toy. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so it's so weird. It's yeah. such a weird design. But I like not even a helicopter. I guess it was it would have been cheaper than a helicopter. A green I'm, screen in that little bath thing cheaper they, than a helicopter. But they built it. I know. You know, yeah. you couldn't have rented plywood. Like rented a helicopter. I reckon they could have. I reckon. I reckon the little bath toy five hundred bucks. Yeah. Helicopter rental thousand bucks. You might be right. I think though a lot of money did go into this because a lot of this show before this was mostly in like it's rural America because it was yes. cheaper to film than like in a major city. Mm. But it seems like they actually put a, a bit of money in this. And I liked at the end how they, they parted not as friends, Mason. They parted as brothers who'd been horribly affected by radiation. I think that's cool. Absolutely. One of whom one of whom was self-inflicted. Yes, that's right. <laughs> not to point any fingers. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, who knows who knows where that waste radiation came from? <laughs> Banner Industries. Banner Industries. Uh, also, I thought it was like odd that they went, look, there's no real Daredevil or Marvel peripheral characters in this, except Turk. Like yeah, Turk right. Barrett's in this mm, yeah. for some reason. <laughs> Interesting choice. Now, as mentioned, uh, yeah, this was supposed to be a backdoor pilot into a Daredevil series that wasn't picked up. Was the appearance of Thor in a previous one? Was that yes, also Thor's supposed been to be a backdoor? But was, was that also meant to be a backdoor pilot? I think you might be right, yeah. There was also uh, going to be a crossover at one point with the 1977 Spider-Man TV series. Oh, do you think Manimal might have been involved at some Maybe point? you chuck in a Manimal. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Uh, also, there was an idea because David Bruce, Eric Banner in this, has a sister who was going to end up becoming She-Hulk. Okay. Who would have they got as She-Hulk at the time? Great question. Mm, isn't it though? Lou Ferrigno. Great. Different wig. Yep. Fine. They didn't end up doing that. But then Marvel went, and you probably would know more about this, went, oh, if they invent this character, that means they own it. So then Marvel went, yeah, we have a She-Hulk. We did She-Hulk first. Yeah, so the the TV version wasn't wasn't going to be an adaptation. It was just going to be a new character called She-Hulk. Like Mrs. Columbo. Like Mrs. Columbo. And then they went, okay, yeah, well, we'll... uh," And and that has resulted eventually in a a She-Hulk TV series that we all will know and love, probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. There was gonna, there was a sequel to this. Yeah, there was a the yeah. death of the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, in which he does die. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert for this thing that happened in oh, like nineteen ninety. Yep. And then there was going to be a uh, I think a sequel to that called the Revenge of the Incredible Hulk. And it was going to be, I, th- I believe that there were two rumored uh, uh, storylines. One was going to be potentially uh, Bruce Banner's mind in the Hulk's body. Okay. They were going to do the, 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 the melding of the two. The which, m- mush them together. Which, of course, we've seen in Avengers Endgame. Of course, yep. we've seen in the comic books as the Professor Hulk and stuff uh, stuff like that. I'm not sure. I, I think that that particular rumor might have been like a fan-built, like a modern-day fan-built rumor. Okay, sure. Because that ties everything together, doesn't it? But I think there was also going to be a... a the, the plot for the next one was going to be that Bruce Banner comes back to life, but he can't turn into the Hulk anymore. And he's recruited by the government to build, like... Hulk-like soldiers okay. to, for, for evil purposes. And then he has to go through the gamma radiation again and become the Hulk again and, and, and you know, beat everybody up. Yeah, cause But again, who were they going to get for that? Lou Ferrigno again, I guess. Probably, I'd imagine so, yeah. And different wigs. Different wigs. Well, I, I'd imagine also a big reason why a lot of that didn't happen was because Bill Bixby passed away in 1993. That's true. I think maybe it might have been done by then already, but that obviously closed the door. Yes. And he was such an integral part of this series that obviously you wouldn't, you couldn't really. You can't really continue it after him, mm, no, yeah, him passing. Uh, but he lives on in uh, usually animated comedies where somebody has to walk away sadly, and they play the boy does the he. sad Hulk music. Walk away. Genuinely though, he's really good. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, a couple of bits of trivia here in our famous segment called "I've Just Got Two Bits This Week." Of trivia. Great. Yeah. And I say great. <laughs> That's right. Mm. Lou Ferrigno's voice is never heard when he plays the Hulk as his character vocals were dubbed over using different actors. However, he will later voice the Hulk in several animated projects as well as the CGI depicted versions in the live action Hulk and Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. That's true. That's interesting because I always thought that they, you know, he did all of his Hulk stuff for this. Yeah. And it's interesting that they swapped him out and then they brought him back to voice it even though he didn't initially? I'm not against it. I just sure, think yeah. it's weird. Isn't it weird? It's also weird that I believe, again, speaking of Stan Lee, uh, when they were originally producing this TV series, uh, Stan Lee said, well, of course, the Hulk's going to talk. And they said, no, the Hulk wouldn't talk. And he went, yep, that is actually correct. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Apparently, Stan Lee pushed for a lot of uh, like ideas that they went, that's too silly, that's too comic booky." Really? I think that's really not what they were going for here. They were going more like of a... Of a sad man on the run the situation. The lonely man, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, last bit of trivia, though. When the TV series was on the air, Bill Bixby was very careful never to be photographed with Lou Ferrigno in the Hulk makeup because he felt for photos to get out of the two of them together would destroy the illusion to children and fans of the show that they were not the same person. That's nice. The tabloids of the era 
were always trying to get a picture of David Banner and the Hulk creature together, but were unable to do so. <laughs> nice. Wow. That's good stuff. That's some real, um, what's that wrestling thing? Kayfabe. Yeah. You keep, you keep, it, keep, real, it, keep it real off stage. Keep it in universe. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, I think, you know, because this is, and especially initially, it, it was aimed at children, and that's why the Hulk isn't seen punching anybody. He pushes and he flips and he runs. And at one point in this, he grabs a guy right on the crotch. He really just gets in there <laughs> and he flips, he gets the guy and he just holds him over his head and he's just really mashing that dude's crotch. <laughs> just really getting it in there. That's how you do it. It looked painful. Yeah. But this wasn't painful. Mm. Look, I can't say I loved it. It's mm. pretty slow and of its era, obviously. I think it loses a bit of momentum towards the end. Yeah. But uh, I, th- I think it's a good, fun setup. I think everybody's good in this. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing the best. It's just, it's fun. it's always faint praise to be like they're doing the best they could with what they had at the time. But, but ev- everything, like everything adapted into comic books of this year, with a few exceptions, yeah, yeah. it's just dog shit. Mm. And this is this is definitely yeah. not that. Banner and uh, Murdoch have this little thing where, like, initially mm. Banner's like, "You can shake my hand; it's right here." Yeah. And every time Murdoch, Murdoch's like, "Yeah, no." Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "I know." And I, I thought that was a good little callback. He's like, "I know." <laughs> Daredevil. I got that green. I got that weird green CRT monitor yeah. eyes. You know? <laughs> I like the bit where a shoebox fell out of his cupboard and he karate chopped it clear of himself. Oh yeah, that was the first clue. There was something special about this guy. I like the bit at the end where he grabbed a guy's leg and then he just dropped the elbow on his knee. Bam! It's good. Limp forever, bitch. Right. He said, I'm Daredevil. <laughs> Anyways, this has been Caravan of Garbage. You're not going to believe this, but we do this every week. Here's a hint towards next week. <gasps> Man, I bet some people want to see it that early. And guess what you can if you head over to bigsandwich.co, where in addition to early videos, there's also exclusive stuff that goes up there, including movie commentaries, mm-hmm. as mentioned. Spider-Man Homecoming. Did Daredevil, we mention it in this? Uh, extended cut. Oh, yeah. We did Spider-Man recently. We also did Daredevil. That's right. Bonus podcast. Our podcast at Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. That comes out early there. A day early on Sunday as opposed to Monday. And our Hawkeye recaps are also going up there early That's right. as well. Anyways, I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies on Twitter. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. Um, the sad music as we leave. But not too much, obviously, for copyright, copyright reasons. reasons. Maybe like... Um, Royalty-free uh, sad music as we Maybe a kazoo version. <laughs> Grab that, Jamie, guys. We'll see you next week. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 